Let's get started. Yeah. Let's get started. Every time you go to talk, I, I start singing that Black Eyed Peas song. <laughs> All right, I'm done. No! about all things geeky and possibly dorky he is justin hey and i'm travis and together we're just a couple of nerds a couple of nerds 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 (laughs) all right nerds that works we did it man all right that's the end yep that's it see you next week or two weeks from now bye (laughs) i wish it was that easy because i'm exhausted yeah we neither of us slept very well no so uh yours was like for an actual reason you know having to work mine was just i was laying in bed and i was like i don't know why just can't sleep yeah i uh i had a a pretty pretty rough night at work last night so if i uh if i start coming off a little spicy or what's the word uh if i if i become a little abrasive just uh just don't take it too personal i'm going to i'm going to be highly offended i'm going to start crying on the podcast <laughs> i'm gonna cry we'll cry in the car I'm gonna cry. I cry, then you cry, then we cry together. I had a I had a little tear up. Not not really a tear up, but I was bummed out last night at work. So did one tear uh, fall from? No, because my being bummed out quickly turned into anger, <coughs> and and then and then that anger just festered for twelve hours. Until the person that I was like angry at showed up to work to relieve me, and you know we had a we had a little back and forth. Uh oh. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was bummed out. I found out that I have to have to work twelve hours on Sunday, which sucks because that's Father's Day and it's my first Father's Day. So, man, yeah. that does suck. You got but, got into a little powwow with your uh. Was your coworker? That's funny because I yelled at a coworker recently. And uh You know, every now and then you just gotta remind him who you are. <laughs> you know who the fuck I am. I was a little upset, but but when I when I come home and I walk through the door and I see my daughter's face, I just oh, it just melts away. I see my baby girl. When I see my baby girl, everything just melt away. Melt away. Um, <laughs> freaking stinks. You know it doesn't stink. 
Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, I mean, the man stinks as uh as 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 we found out in episode one. He yeah, stinks. They, they made that very clear. But the series doesn't stink in the sense that it is not good. But a lot of people online don't like it, and I don't understand. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to get to those people in a minute. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to get to them. Well, I'm going to get to a portion of them in a minute. But but yeah, the the series is so good, at least in our opinion, that we decided to go back on our word and what was supposed to just be a one-off uh, Star Wars-themed episode. We decided we're just gonna roll with Kenobi for now, since uh, it's uh, it's something that's current that we're both enjoying, and it might be a while till that happens again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not. We definitely don't uh, don't hold ourselves to the modern standards of uh, topics. We're not. We're not trying to be topical. We're just trying to talk about things we like, and uh, it just so happens that. Obi-Wan Kenobi is, is topical, and we like it. Yep. So, last episode, we we discussed part one and part two. So, yep. with this episode, we're going to get into part three and part four. And there's a lot to get into. Especially in uh, episode three. Yeah. But, uh... But and, I'm before, no, and I'm no-noting it today, baby. Yeah. It's Friday. It's free. It's, it's Freestyle Friday. <laughs> I... I am not freestyling. I have a bunch of notes that, you know what, I'll probably end up freestyling anyway because I, I tend to ignore my notes, but. I'm well, glad that, I'm glad that you wrote down notes because I definitely intended to and then I didn't get, I didn't get the break that I wanted to at the end of the day and uh, I guess technically I could have when I was just laying in bed today, should have pulled out my phone and been like, let's just write these notes, but I was, I was like, I'm trying to sleep. I can't write notes. Yeah. But you, what, do you yeah, want me to, you 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 want me to drink this coffee hot? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you got no ice? That's funny. I've been on an iced coffee kick lately. Dude, same. But like frozen coffee. Like, uh. Are you getting iced caps from Tim Hortons? Ice caps from Timmy O's, huh? Um, no, I, I've been going to Duncan because it's across the street from my house. So, uh. Ah. I just what, uh, pull in. Also, I look like the laziest bastard of all time if anyone was watching me because I pull in, I go through drive through, pick it up, and then like I pull pull out and my house is right across the street. <laughs> People are just like the worst though is like sometimes I'll be at my house and uh I'll get in my car and drive to the drive through <laughs> Duncan, which is right across the street, and then drive home. I'm right. Like, but I mean, I guess like you know, pandemic and stuff. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I've uh, my uh, my guilty pleasure as of late has been iced caramel mochas from McDonald's. Mm. We you know we don't have Tim Hortons out here, unfortunately, and Dunkin' Donuts where I live is uh, well, I mean there are a few, but they're not close, and I really don't care for Starbucks that much. And Seven Eleven isn't really good either. So, I do have a iced coffee maker that I could be using, but I gotta get a new filter for it. I understand that, and you know sometimes 
Sometimes you just want somebody else to put in the effort. Yeah. Sometimes you're just a lazy bastard. Yep, but uh, why don't you uh, let's say we uh we go ahead and get into get into these episodes, but get into it. But before we before we get into it, I I do have a little bit of rant I want to go Uh-oh. on. Oh, and uh, I guess it. I guess excuse my language. I'm going to say that right off the bat. Excuse my language. Travis is in a spicy mood, so let let the spice continue. I'm going to embrace it a little bit. Embrace the hate. Let me, let me just start with this. No, I fucking hate some of you Star Wars fans. Oh. You heard, if, you heard yeah, us? No, I fucking hate you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> so... The hate that I've been seeing the actress who plays Reva, whose name is Moses Ingram, the hate that she has been getting online is absolutely fucking atrocious. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even dig into it cuz I was I was just like I don't I don't Yeah, uh unfortunately it was just right there for me to see when I opened up Twitter. But it it's fucking disgusting. You know, say what you want. If you don't if you don't like her portrayal of the character, that's one thing. Although I do think that some of the people who are criticizing her portrayal of the role, it seems like their reasons are rooted in racism. But some of you guys are just coming right out of the woodwork and just straight up being racist for no fucking reason other than i mean obviously you're racist and you're a piece of shit um true but so she i believe she posted like some of the comments that she's been getting and it it's hard to it's hard to find find them now at least for me but one of them that i seen was somebody wrote her and said you're a diversity hire and you won't be loved or remembered for this acting role. Shut the fuck up. I don't even understand why people have a problem with, uh, okay, isn't that a good thing? Like, representation is important. But that's just the problem is it seems like some of these fucking Star Wars fans don't want diversity in Star Wars because they, they had the same... No bullshit to say about Finn when the sequel trilogy was on. Well, they also had the same thing to say about uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. First of all, who cares? <laughs> Why is it such a big deal that uh, an Asian woman or an African-American uh, man or... or Sorry, he's he's from Britain, isn't he? Yeah. You know, a black man or, like, you know, African-American woman... Like, who cares? The thing that should matter is, like, their performance. And I also don't get it, because I think she's fucking smoking that role. Right. Like, there have been a a few lines here and there that I'm like, eh, you know, that didn't really land well. But overall, as the character, I think she's fucking killing it. Yeah, you guys are fucking disgusting. So fuck off, losers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's terrible. I remember reading the some of the messages that the Kelly Marie Tran got and was like, "Holy shit!" 
First of all, like, I can't believe that you would think that and then let alone be like, let me message this person. Let me DM right. this person and just exp- expose myself to the world. I mean, I guess, like, you can hide behind a screen name on the internet and stuff like that, but... I don't know, man. Racists be real proud of uh, being ignorant. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's fucking fans like that. And I don't even like using the word fan when talking about them because their behavior isn't indicative of a fan. But, yeah, it's it's people like that that was part of the reason that drove me away from Star Wars for a few years. Yeah. And it, it just uh it's unfortunate that it seems to to still be alive and well. But it's more unfortunate that this also doesn't come as a surprise. You know what the the worst part about that is uh the uh Star Wars like uh the head honchos in charge of the Star Wars franchise warned Moses Ingram about it. Like they're like you know, and you're probably going to get some bad messages. That's such a bad uh, take on Star the Star Wars fandom. It's like, mm-hmm. they know this is coming. And they have to, you have to be warned about uh, belligerent racist attacks. Because uh, people are dumb. Yeah. That's, uh, like I said, you know, like I said, if... If you don't like her portrayal of the character, if you don't like her acting, yeah, it has nothing to do what, with yeah, it, like it has nothing to do with her race, <laughs> right? But in the same token, like I said, like some of these people who get on Twitter, they're like, "Oh, I just didn't like her acting," and then the next thing out of their mouth is something race related, which is like, okay, so obviously the reason you don't like her portrayal of the character, it's rooted in racism somehow. But you want to hide behind the facts that you just want to say, oh, I don't like the way she's portraying the character. I don't like her acting. Just shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about your your little shitty opinion on Twitter. <laughs> and and just to be fair, I'm well aware that nobody cares about my opinions that are probably shitty. Hey, um, ten people care about our opinions, all right? Hope, and hopefully some more. But you know what? Thanks, man. Thanks, man. That cheered me up a little bit. <laughs> and you know what? If you got these, if but you got I, these, but I, w- but I will say, yeah. if any ten of you are uh, <laughs> are these people that are sending these uh, racist messages, fuck off. You can get the hell on. We'll we'll go down to nine. All right. We've been doing this podcast with zero listeners. <laughs> right. <laughs> We'll do this podcast and not release it. <laughs> We're having fun. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Like, the actor can only do so much with what's written. And, the, I mean, that's like the prequel trilogy. It's like, I don't like it, but it's not, I don't think that, like, I don't, I mean, I don't think that the act, I mean, the acting is bad, but the acting is based off the writing. So, like, Really, it just goes goes back to the script. It's mm-hmm. not a, I think a, an actor can make a script better, but I also think a script can severely handicap an actor. So, yeah, 
I, I mean, blame the blame the writing. Pudding. Yeah, because you know the proof is in the pudding. Because you know you're you're hearing about it now that you know hate Hayden Christensen was basically portraying that role of Anakin Skywalker exactly how George Lucas wanted. Right. So and, th- and that like oh. even before in the original trilogy, there's like interviews with Mark Hamill where he uh is he said like the dialogue is so funky. I had to go up to George and be like, No one talks like this, man. And uh basically <laughs> Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford had to, you know, take the script with the kind of robotic writing and make it feel fresh and alive. And I'm sure, you know, they were able to do that because George Lucas wasn't a, a big time movie director at the time. He was just, you know, a guy who made a THX and American Graffiti. But, you know, by the time the prequel trilogy came around, you think a young actor is going to be like, hey, George, I don't think this is good dialogue. They're going to get fired. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's all, a lot of it is due to the writing. So if you have a if you have a beef with the acting, it's probably because of the writing. But also, you shouldn't have beef with the acting because it's fine. Right. Could have said it better. And your and your but... beef with <laughs> your beef should no in no way be related to the gender, race, or anything else <laughs> about the person. Absolutely. Yeah, but. You know, I I did think it was important, you know, if we we're going to continue to talk about the series that, you know, being a podcast of, you know, two white guys to uh, to address the situation and basically, uh, you know, state that we don't we don't tolerate any racism here or, you know, basically any any hate, really but specifically racism, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's things you can hate as far as, like, the content, but in terms of, you know, people, gotta, gotta love each other, man. Everybody should just love each other and treat each other with respect. There's no there's no need to uh, belittle someone, especially for things that they can't control, like their race. Right. So maybe at the end of the show, when uh, when we say the term "nerd" is rated E for everyone, we should uh, we should say it's rated E for everyone except for you racist pieces of shit. <laughs> I think it's implied, uh, but you know we'll we'll go out on a if, limb. if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh man, am I? A, I'm a racist. Is this for me? It's not." Nope. You can go ahead and rate it one stars and and keep on moving. We won't miss you. DM me, boy. DM me with your racist shit. I'll be like, all right. Yeah, if you're in <laughs> Texas, you can come see me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, man, well, let's, let's we're challenging our listeners to fights. <laughs> you want to go? Out, well, I mean, you want to go outside and scrap? Just, I'll take my shirt off. Just, just the racist ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my shirt off and square up, homie. <laughs> anyway man let's uh let's get into these episodes <laughs> all right yeah your your notes are more detailed than mine because i don't have any notes but uh no nah. so i so obviously we'll start with part three yes part three so uh 
Did you like it? Did you not like it? I did like part three a lot. And, uh, Good. Nice. It, it's personally my favorite episode so far. Yep. And so as of this recording, episode five has come out, or part five, uh, but we have not watched it. So it's we've only hard. watched... Uh, you know what? It hasn't been that hard for me. Because um, I'm like, kind of like, you know, in a pattern now where I've watched two episodes in a row. So now I'm just like, might as well wait for six to come out and just, just yeah. watch them both. But, uh, yeah, so when we last left Obi-Wan and Leia, they were escaping, uh, that via the cargo ship, uh, to go on a rendezvous with, uh, some, some people to help from the, uh, yep. the fake Jedi. Um, and, and Obi-Wan had just learned that Anakin Skywalker was indeed alive. And then we saw Vader waking up from his, uh, what is it, a Bacta tank? Uh, yeah. Bacta tank, Bacta. I think it's called. Bacta yeah. tank. Um, yeah, so, so we open up with, uh, Obi-Wan trying to, uh, force connect with, uh, Qui-Gon. You know what, man? We got... Qui-Gon's gotta show I was, up, right? I was like, he's, Liam Neeson's he's gotta, gotta be up. in this, right? If they keep mentioning him. Right. Yeah, they they're gonna keep teasing it. He has to. He has to. Um, I will say, last episode, ep- last episode of the podcast, not the show, when we were talking about part two, I, I made the comment that I felt that the reveal that Anakin was alive, well, Obi Wan finding out that Anakin was alive, that it felt rushed. And and your response was that you weren't going to make a judgment on it until you see what happened next. And you are absolutely right in that. Because right at the top of this episode, it it's basically like a continuation of that scene. And him, again, trying to connect to Qui-Gon and you, um, like you get those shots of like Vader essentially like being constructed. And it just, it, it brings like when you look at it as a whole like the end of part two and the beginning of part three like the revelation lands i i do wish that the beginning of part three would have been the end of part two and like maybe we end part two with just like that flash of vader's mask but you know they edited it how they decided to edit it and i mean when you watch them back to back it's fine but the way that they're releasing these week to week I do wish that I think it would have it would have worked a little bit better for myself personally, but yeah, I get that. But yeah, but yeah, my critique my my critique of the revelation uh, was quickly thrown out the window right at the top of part three. So I think they handled that really well. Yeah. So is Vader on the planet where he fought Obi Wan in episode yes. three? Must- Mustafar. Yep, that's where his castle is. That is. It's wild that, like, he he's so full of hate that he's like, I'm just going to stay here because, like, it just feeds into well, my anger well, and I hate. Think, <laughs> well, I think it, well, I don't think it was his decision. I think the Emperor, I think Palpatine has him staying there. Oh, and as, that makes sense. Um, as almost like a form of punishment, you know? That makes sense. And, like, it's it, so also it's a form of punishment, but also it's like, 
a constant reminder of, yeah. <laughs> of his uh, downfall. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's insane. Um, yeah, so then I, we get uh, get Leia and, Leia and Obi-Wan. They land on the planet. I want to give a big shout out to uh, that uh, that character. What's his, his name? Is like Freck or something like that? Freck is awesome. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Almost. like who is this guy, man? <laughs> That's a weird story. <laughs> hey, I'm Freck. Look at me. I got a weird elephant trunk that also has teeth in it. <laughs> before before we get to that, I did have one more comment about that opening scene. So, I think that the end of part two and the beginning of part three, for me, it does something that the entire prequel trilogy has failed at for me. And it, like, it brung the two, it brung... Oh, it bridges the gap. Anakin's, yeah, it bridges the gap. It brings Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker it connects it with like the original trilogy Vader. So like whenever I seen Vader in the suit, I didn't associate that with Hayden Christensen, but now with this scene and the rest of the scenes we get with him, basically anytime Ewan McGregor interacts with Vader in the suit, it's like, Oh no, that's Hayden Christensen in the suit. Like I know sometimes he's not playing, he's not actually in the suit. I think they have another actor in the suit, but like in my mind, I'm visualizing like, oh no, that's Hayden Christensen's Vader in the suit. So I would be interested now if I go back and watch. Well, uh, I will eventually, but if I go back to watch the original trilogy, does that hold up, or does it? do I look at it as just like a different Vader again? Cause I always kind of like looked at them as different. Yeah. Cause I feel like the original trilogy or not the, uh, the prequel trilogy didn't do the best job of bridging that gap between them. Yeah. I mean, not only because of like how they were released and like the jump in technology that they took from one trilogy to the other, but, uh, right. yeah, just the, like, you know, just time. I mean, it was, it, they released it twenty years after the uh, the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and they yeah. they definitely have a different feel um, because the original one, the original isn't. Uh, they don't like they don't go to a lot of like busy cities. It's it's kind of just a lot of it is spent on deserted planets that only are mm-hmm. uh, occupied by either the Empire or the Rebellion, and then uh. In the prequel trilogy, it's like just they're in cities. There's you know r- civilians everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right. Uh, fun fun yeah. fact: I just found out Freck is played by Zach Braff from uh, Scrubs, ah. which is wild. Um, uh, first of all, Freck is great. The, the name Freck is great. Mm-hmm. I can't believe somebody was like, let's name him Freck. And everyone else <laughs> said yes. And I'm not even like trying to diss on that because I think it's good. But Freck is sweet, man. I was, yeah, Freck was awesome. And, Up until the very end. I mean, yeah, he, he sucks because, you know, he betrayed he betrayed my boy, Obi-Wan. Threw him under 
<laughs> threw him in the path of uh, the Empire real quick. But uh, you know what was a good scene was uh, when the stormtroopers are asking Obi Wan about you know his relationship with the. Uh, Leia, and he makes up that name, blah, 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 and then he accidentally lets it slip that her name is Leia, and then the guy's like, you just said Leia. And then... Did you feel like, did you feel like you could see the, the uh, Stormtrooper's expressions through his mask? Yeah, was, isn't that weird? That, that was awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> Everything about Obi-Wan and Leia's interactions with each other and with the Stormtroopers was just... I think it was amazing. Yeah, a really, really um, tense situation. Yeah, like, when when she asks him, are you my real dad? And he's just like, I wish I could say I was. That warmed my heart, man. I'm like, oh. It's, you know what sucks about that, though? Is that Leia's not going to find out for a really long time that Vader isn't, or, you know, Vader is her dad. Because she doesn't find hey. out until... uh. Return of the Jedi. And it's like at the last moment of the film, like Luke is like, oh yeah, Vader's our dad. Damn, you're right. I didn't even think of that. Vader's our dad. We're brothers, sisters. You remember we kissed? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you bring that up, it makes it sad. Damn. Like, I mean, Luke doesn't find out for a long time, but like, she doesn't find out for a real long time. And obviously she had... A, uh, she's gonna, she's gonna have an interaction with Vader soon. But we only got two, we only got two episodes left. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. I would hope we do, though. But I've already, I've made my feeling, my feelings clear about the character Princess Leia, and she's my favorite. And this, uh, you know, seeing this young version of her is just. It's strengthening the character overall, and again, man, they just perfectly cast that role. Like she was the perfect person, the perfect child to play that role, I should say. Yeah, and she she looks like uh, Carrie Fisher too. Like she does, especially at the the end of episode four, which we'll get to that in a little bit. But like at the end of episode four, when they're just sitting there, and she's holding Obi Wan's hand. And like the camera shows her, and she's just kind of sitting there. I'm like, she literally looks just like Carrie Fisher probably looked at that age. The fact that they were able to find someone that looked so close to Carrie Fisher, and like, like I said last episode, she like encompasses like all everything that Carrie Fisher brought to that role. She is bringing to this role as well. Yep, and she's so fucking smart because she just like she keeps calling Obi Wan out. She was like, when she was like, you knew my mom. Yeah, that was cool. I hadn't even thought about the fact that, you know, Leia, because when we meet Leia and, and, and because they release it out of order, you don't necessarily think about, like, Leia never met her parents. Um, she doesn't have this connection. I mean, she obviously has, you know, great parents in, uh, I never remember that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> Bail Organa. Bail Organa. <laughs> She obviously has great parents, you know, already that, you know, stepped in yeah. took over, but you know, it's sad that she she didn't get to meet uh Padme and uh form a bond with her like that. Yeah. But uh Yeah, then we get some blasting. People came in blasting the lasers and uh <laughs> 
<laughs> clock, clock, bloosh. Uh, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. Ah! Um, man, I remember, uh, <laughs> just quick side story. Uh, I used to have this, uh, I had a friend named Lee and, uh, when we were real small children, when we would, you know, play pretend, and uh, he always he always would have this gun, and he'd be like, clock, clock, bloosh. <laughs> that was the sound effect he made for the, the gun in our pretend little games as children. And I remember that to this day, just clock, clock, bloosh. Um, anyway, back to Obi-Wan. We, uh, we get them into town. They they find the path, it's called? Or no, the way. Or no, it's the path, right? Yes, the path. You had it right, yep. It's the path. And, uh... Well, I guess we should touch on... Uh, I can't think of her character's name, but how they get to the town and how they find the path is... Oh, because, uh, they have, they have a spy in the, uh, in the Empire, uh... Who acts as like a general? Yeah, I cannot remember her name. I don't even. I don't even remember them saying it. Honestly, let me see. Let me look it up real quick. Edit it out. Yeah, she she's she straight up blasted those stormtroopers from behind, which sounds sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Oh, so her name is uh, Tala. 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 Tala blasted those stormtroopers from behind, and uh, you know what's funny is uh. They get to the spot where they're, they're supposed to make the rendezvous. Uh, the rendezvous. We're supposed to rendezvous with uh, the wherever the fake Jedi had, and mm-hmm. they're waiting there for like what in <laughs> in real time episode for like ten seconds. And Obi Wan's like, "This is bullshit, man. They're not here." And Leia's like, "Why don't we just wait, dude?" <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan is really impatient and grumpy in this episode. <laughs> Because he, he, he snaps a few times. He's like, no one's coming, Leia. <laughs> and then he has another one later on in the episode where he kind of snaps at her. I can't think of it offhand now, but yeah, we get grumpy Obi-Wan. <laughs> <clears throat> I wish if this would have been not just a miniseries, we could have seen, like, over the course of two or three seasons, we could have seen, like, Ewan McGregor take, like, the role of Obi-Wan and, you know, start out kind of playing it as his Obi-Wan and then as the seasons go on you kind of see him gradually kind of morph into what is his name Alec Alex Guinness yeah the Alec Guinness Alec Guinness, Alec is, Guinness. uh yeah his Obi-Wan I, I think that would have been cool because I think there's there's like pieces of that that I've heard about in the Clone Wars animated series but I mean that's the animated series it would have been cool to see it you know over the course of a few seasons, but wasn't meant to be. We're just gonna get this mini series. But yeah, which uh, which is good. You don't want to overstay your welcome. Sure. So sure. We would if we could potentially if we had a few more seasons, we could get some some weird stuff going on and uh, not particularly good stuff. Yeah, they could muddy up the timeline real quick. <laughs> you know, you know what I read is uh, I don't I, I don't know if this is an actual rumor or somebody just made this up, but apparently there's some talk of a Disney remaking the original trilogy. Oh my God. But the only positive thing that could come from that is that Ewan McGregor would play Obi-Wan again in a new hope. 
And, uh, you know, that's the, only, that's the only positive. It's so stupid because they don't have to do that. They got they got to make more money. They're going to milk Star Wars for all I it's can worth. guarantee you they don't even have to put it on the Disney Plus streaming service. If they just release like the original un like the original versions of those films on Blu-ray, they would make a killing. But you well, know, they already have them, right? Well, I mean, no, like, that might be a fan Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah, no, you. I don't think you can find, you know, without the effects, without the CGI. You, I don't think you could find those versions. Yeah, that's wild. The special editions, I should say, those are the only ones you can find. If you want the original version, the original trilogy, you gotta go out find a VHS copy, and then you gotta find a VHS player. That works. <laughs> that works. And uh, yeah. So yeah, so we're uh so at this point in part three where they're they're at the path or getting ready to go down the path. And then some shit goes down. Then uh yeah. Oh, because uh in the in the blasting because uh, they had that uh scanner that, that scanner droid or uh Yeah, yep. Also, okay, so that scanner droid was sent out um by Riva. Yep. So just because to, she she tracked the uh Yeah. I should say that that now that in this episode we essentially have full on Vader, aside from Riva, I could care less about the Inquisitors. I could take <laughs> you a, don't like I mean you don't like the no you don't like the whispering one? No. He's like Third sister He was all I informed he was most pleased I have asthma. <laughs> I can't find my inhaler. And somebody's like, here it is, dude. Thank you. Anyway, third sister. Do you have a moment like, to talk about our Lord and Savior, Darth Vader? <laughs> and she's like, I already talked to him, dude. I had direct contact with him. But yeah, he did. But yeah, now that now that we got Vader, um, I don't need the Inquisitors anymore. The Inquisitors are apparently from some animated series, Rebels, Rebels or something, mm-hmm. and they actually do have uh, <laughs> the Grand Inquisitor in there, which I don't know when Rebels takes place. It takes place after this, so like he's already dead, right? No man, I don't know. Guy, Maybe he just comes no, back. No man, the guy in the animated series has a different shaped head. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I like man. how people are critiquing that though. Like they're like, he doesn't look anything like an animated series. I'm like, yeah, because he's a fucking human being. Also, this is this is the franchise that brought Darth Maul back. So, you know, just give him a few years. They'll they'll figure out a way. They'll they'll clean it up. <laughs> he'll honestly, he'll probably come back in like episode six. He's like, I wasn't dead, dude. Honestly, or he'll be like a droid. He'll be he'll be a robot version. He'll be a robot. How do you say robot, Travis? Robot. There are people that say robot, and I'm like, oh, what robot? Like a robot? Robot butt? <laughs> well, if you're one of our ten listeners and you pronounce robot that way, go ahead and rate this one star and get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
too, along with the races. <laughs> they made fun of me because I say robot. After this episode, we're going to have zero dollars. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll have two. It'll be our me two additional you. listeners. Oh, yeah. Yep. No. Me and, you. <laughs> me and you plus the guy who tried to buy that... Uh... <laughs> We use copy. <laughs> like he's and he's the one that rated it one star because he says robot. He's like, I can't believe I still listen to this. <laughs> All right, so back to part three. We get Vader in all his glory. Comes he comes into town. He's choking people out, snapping necks, cashing checks. <laughs> 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 I don't know about you, man, but every time Vader's on the screen, like it turns into a horror movie. <laughs> he's, like, so, he's scary. He's so menacing. He, uh, it, like, cause he does come off as like a a Jason Voorhees type yeah. type character when he's chasing uh, Obi Wan, and he's not running after him either. He's just like, I'm gonna get you, dude. I don't need to run. Yeah. Can we? Obi Wan is so weak here. It's crazy. Like he, he can barely fight. And I mean, I guess a lot of that has to do with like his personal feelings, you know, about fighting Anakin once again, and also finding out that Anakin is alive. Yeah, this is the his first time seeing him coupled with you know him still, you know, I guess getting back in tune with the Force. Yeah. So people were saying that it seemed like. Vader was holding back or that, you know, he should have been able to basically deal with Obi-Wan easily considering that Obi-Wan seemed weak. And I'm just like, man, last time these two fought, Obi-Wan literally left this guy in half for dead. Yeah, he left him (laughs) because he was overconfident, cocky. So to me, maybe it's just because I'm a prequel sympathizer. It makes sense that Vader's like kind of feeling Obi-Wan out in this fight scene. And maybe in the next one, we we get Vader just like taking it to Obi-Wan. I think also like he's been, you know, the hate's been stewing within him that he's kind of like, I'm going to take my time and give my revenge on Obi-Wan, man. And he's he's obviously overpowering him and Vader knows this. So, like, Mm -hmm. he's kind of just, like, you know, he's toying with him. But, again, like you said, he's obviously overconfident in his abilities, which, you know, he... Vader's probably the strongest Sith Lord ever, besides, like, an Emperor. But, uh... not Yeah, but you said it perfectly. He was, like, toying with him. It's like the cat playing with the dead mouse. Yeah, he's gonna take his... you think you think Darth Vader is going to uh, see Obi Wan and just kill him immediately? There's no satisfaction in that. <laughs> and he even said it like when we when we get to the scene where he's dragging Obi Wan through the fire, he's like, "Your pain has only just begun." Like Vader had every intention of dragging this out. He wanted to enjoy, you know, punishing Obi Wan. I will also, say, oh, go another ahead. another reason. It might be a small reason, but I do think it is canon that Vader's suit is a huge hindrance on him. And it I believe it's also canon that 
that's another thing alongside with Vader's castle being on Mustafar. His suit was designed that way purposely by the Emperor as some form of punishment. Don't, I could be wrong, but I believe I believe that's part of the Vader comics. So he can uh, he can keep Vader in line, basically. He won't get too sure. powerful and mm-hmm. try to. But then you know what happens? He gets too powerful and overcomes him. But uh, enough spoilers of the original trilogy. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this episode and you haven't watched the original trilogy. <laughs> rate this episode one star <laughs> go fuck yourself with the people who say robot in the race go fuck all right, yourself alright I'm not I'm not gonna tell anybody to go fuck himself this episode I promise nah, episode next episode though we're coming out the gate first thing I'm gonna yeah. say go fuck yourself um so yeah this uh that fight scene was really cool. Um, it had a real cool aesthetic where uh, Obi Wan was had his lightsaber out, and there was the blue hue, uh, that, you know, that was surrounding him, and then Darth Vader just storming up to him, <laughs> like it's time to go, bro. Um, and then uh, he uh, he sets the fire, and he's uh dragging obi-wan through it now the only problem i had with that is he does it for too long i feel like and i get like he's trying to torture uh obi-wan but i feel like if you're uh you're dragging somebody through the fire like that there's gonna be a lot more burns especially like obi-wan's face like he's like face first in this fire the only burns that he has are on his arm basically uh, yeah, I could see that. To me, it didn't seem that long, but, I mean, I think Obi-Wan definitely should have had a little bit more, he should have been a little bit more scarred, I suppose. Like you said, his face should have been a little, a little messed up, maybe. He, uh, I don't know. Vader is so strong here. He, like, yeah, like, he literally, he literally, uh, incapacitates Obi-Wan in midair and then forces him down to the ground. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, man. He is. It's funny because, like, obviously the special effects in the original trilogy are, you know, made in the 70s and 80s. So, like, they couldn't do a lot of things. But, it's, you know, they still got some things across, like the force choke and stuff like that. But, like, this is, like, like him in the original trilogy is a real reserve. The Vader we've seen in, like, this and Rogue One, he's, he's just fucking he's, people up, man. He is a fucking menace, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is insane. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, little Leia, she's running through the, uh, running through the path, and she, she catches up with a, with a certain inquis- inquisitor, uh, Reva, who killed Ryan Johnson, we think. For making yeah, that definitely Jedi. looked like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Which, if it isn't Ryan Johnson, is just like a brilliant troll to Ryan Johnson. You know, <laughs> I like how if it is Ryan Johnson, the the subtext of this is like, yeah, we killed you, dude, because you made The Last Jedi. But also, if it's not Ryan Johnson, some guy who looks like Ryan Johnson, it's the same sentiment. So, like... It's just kind of funny. It's almost worse. <laughs> yeah, they're like we couldn't even we couldn't even get Ryan Johnson to do this. I will say at the end of this episode, it did seem like 
Obi-Wan got away just because for the context of the story he had to. Yeah. I think it I think him getting away could have been done a little bit better other than, you know, cuz Vader could have I mean, I get it. Vader's not going to be the one to just freely want to go, you know, walk through fire. But he, you know, he could have got around there if he really wanted to. Yeah. Or, you know, he just Okay, so I don't think the Force can control droids but yeah we i mean we, he we was were texting just, about this <laughs> yeah he was literally just choking obi-wan in midair i mean could he not have snatched him back that's a funny thing to think about is that the force doesn't work on uh on droids although does qui-gon use it against droids in the phantom menace i don't know um i don't know somebody one of our listeners please confirm whether the force works on droids, right? Probably no more than I do. And uh, I googled it. I couldn't. I really couldn't get a a solid answer. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah. Then uh, what what's her name? Uh, Ta Tara 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 yeah. blasts the uh, fire. The droid picks up Obi Wan. They escape, but. Has been kidnapped. No, I'm sorry. I told you her name was Tara. It's Tala. Tala, sorry. Um, Tala, Tala blasts the ground, causing the fire. The droid comes in, saves Obi Wan's butt. Um, but little Leia, she's kidnapped. You know, another thing is, didn't Vader just put out a fire? He couldn't put out that one. How did the fire get put out? I think Vader put it out. Well, I feel like it was something else. Because why would Vader put out the fire if he was trying to burn up Obi Obi Wan? I don't know. I have to go back and watch it. <laughs> Gotta watch episode episode three we'll, we'll, again. We'll, we'll we'll come back next episode and uh, we'll uh, we'll do a, a correction. Yeah, we'll we'll correct ourselves. But did you expect uh, Tala to die here? Yes. Out. Yeah, I was expecting Vader to just immediately like basically like kylo ren her in the force awakens in the, that opening scene when uh poe tries to shoot kylo ren yeah, oh, i expected he, yeah yeah he, i was fully expecting uh vader to do that here but to my surprise uh she got away all right and that's it for episode three real good real good episode i liked it yeah it, it, yeah like i said it's uh it's my favorite episode so far and then we get to part four and I liked part four. Yeah, I did too. I liked it. You know what I read yes. is uh, every episode, because there's six episodes, right? Every episode is aesthetically supposed to be based on uh, one of the movies. Hmm. So if you think about it, episode one, a lot of sand. There's a lot of sand in uh, either uh, a new, or there's a lot of sand in A New Hope and also uh, Phantom Menace. You got the city aesthetic of uh, Clone Wars in Episode 2. This one, or Episode 3, I couldn't really pin down what the... Well, uh, I mean, you get you get Mustafar, you get the fire. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so Revenge of the Sith. And this one, we're on, uh, we're on the Death Star, or not the Death Star. We're on a... We're a base. We're yeah. on the Inquisitor base. In the Inquisitor base. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I just want to point out that uh, the the effects of this series are real cool. I like them a lot. 
people have been I'm, I'm reading a lot of complaints about it i'm like what these this looks yeah. great what are you talking about yeah i seen this video where this guy was like obi-wan kenobi seems cheap like what are you watching <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe he's watching it in 720p i don't know <laughs> fucking loser He's watching on his Razer phone from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> like, this looks nothing like Star Wars. And it turns out he's watching uh, Space Balls. So, uh, Space like, Balls is great. That's your first problem right there, dude. Space Balls maybe, is great, uh, but... Maybe to cleanse the uh, Star Wars palette when we get to the end of this series, we should... Uh... <laughs> You should talk about Spaceballs. <laughs> this really is going to turn into a Star Wars podcast, isn't it? We're going to go Spaceballs and then... I warned you. And then we'll watch Rebels. No, we'll not be doing like, it. We'll be like, all right, we're ending, we're ending this podcast because I'm tired of Star Wars again. <laughs> and, then, and then Travis will do the spinoff. <laughs> Star Wars podcast. <laughs> I got somebody waiting in the wings, brother. Um, no, no, it's going to be a solo adventure. <laughs> damn. I, I see what you did there. I don't have any more friends. I, I, I didn't even see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we get uh, we get Obi-Wan in the, in the back, the back to tank. And then it, fla- it flashes between him and Vader. Yep, so um, a little bit similar to the beginning of episode three. Again, seeing Vader with this Obi-Wan, it's just, it's, it's working for me, man. Because you know me, I love the prequels, and it's just, this is making the prequels so much better. Like, when this is done, I'm going back, and I'm I'm going to watch the prequels. <laughs> I will not be watching the prequels. I, I've seen, honestly, I've seen the prequels a lot. <laughs> like, uh... I. I I I went to that Star Wars marathon that I alluded to in the last episode, and I mm. I stayed awake for all the prequels because I just wanted to watch them. And uh, then I fell asleep during A New Hope. I've seen that movie enough where it doesn't matter. Yeah, man, watch the prequels, Travis. I will. Live your life. <laughs> just live your life. Hey. Uh, so. So my, like, note, Shut up. <laughs> so my notes for part four basically consist of, oh, I really enjoyed this. I'm glad this finally happened. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have, I don't have as many notes for part four, but I mean, I, I really enjoyed the episode though. Yeah. I enjoyed I really the episode. Did. I didn't, like I said, I didn't enjoy it as much as three, but it, it's good in its own right. Well, you know, it's hard to, you can't just keep upping the uh, the stakes. Like you gotta cool off sometime. So this is a this is a cool off episode from us seeing Vader drag Obi Wan into through fire with the Force. We got we got rising and falling action, bro. Ride the wave, like that Taco <laughs> Bell thing. Ride the wave, bro. <laughs> For all the listeners at home, I've been doing this wave motion that Travis can see. For like a solid thirty seconds, and Travis and he's still going, and Travis is just smiling. <laughs> like this is gonna end. All right, my arm so, hurts. All right, so uh, one thing we get in this episode is uh, we get to see Obi Wan 
don that uh that typical Jedi apparel. Yep. He's got the he's got the apparel. I like how you had to think about it. <laughs> I did have to think about it. I watched What is that called? The tunic? With the first two episodes I watched them both twice. These ones I meant to watch them twice and I only watched episode three twice. And then uh I didn't do any notes. I'm just not prepared. So, so I, I did rewatch both of these episodes twice, but I, I rewatched episode four last night when I was, you know, actively having a pretty, you know, shitty day at work. So that probably lends to why my, my notes aren't as robust as they were for part three. But anyway, yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, we get, we get Obi-Wan donning, donning the Jedi, uh, apparel what is that a tunic is that what that's called no idea i don't know but it looks amazing it's a little <laughs> dirty but he looks good obi-wan you look great you a little dirty but, uh, clean yourself up he's like i just got dragged through fire fuck off <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we get uh we basically get obi-wan waking up and you know, immediately learning that Leia has been captured again. Yeah. He's like, I gotta go, dude. Gotta, gotta get my daughter. And uh, then they make a, a little suicide mission onto the Inquisitor base. Tala in this episode is is pretty cool. She uh, She's being all sassy to the uh, security guards at the uh, Inquisitor base. Yeah, I like, I like how she was like, you will address me as sir. <laughs> thought that was awesome. Yeah, and then the guy was like, yes, sir. Everybody was like, oh. It is funny that she has this little communicator and she's talking to Obi-Wan. Oh, oh first of all, let's address that uh, Let's address that they're flying their ship to the Inquisitor base, and at some point right before they, she lands, she's just like, get out. <laughs> pushes so, okay. pushes Obi-Wan so into think- the sea. Do you think Obi-Wan cannonballed from, like, mid-air? Or do you think she kind of, like, lowered down and he just, you know, gracefully got in the water? <laughs> I like to think he cannonballed. <laughs> Obi-Wan doesn't seem like a cannonball kind of guy, so he probably he probably just stepped into the water. I like to think my Obi-Wan likes to have a good time. Obi-Wan is not, Obi-Wan is not you know, about he, having a good time. You know, he's been stuck on, on Tatooine all these years. He's finally getting back out there. He's got his lightsaber. He's got his outfit on. Let's fucking go, man. Let's cannonball out the ship. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I feel like Obi-Wan's not the type. But you know. Yeah. Whatever. probably right. Maybe he did. He Obi-Wan probably <laughs> legit just like stepped like this into the water. Just took a step real quick. Uh, side conversation. You ever see the movie The Sasquatch Gang? Mm-mm. So there's this scene Justin Justin Long is in this movie. There's the scene where they show him watching Animal Planet, and they're talking about like ducks or something, and they're like ducks can use their web feet to uh, walk on the water for a few steps, and he's like, I could do that. And this guy, and this guy's like, Yeah, right, dude. You can't do that. He's like, You just gotta be going fast enough. Give me some fins, and I'll. I'll do it. And then they literally show him try to do it. And he, <laughs> he just he just jumps off this boat and is like 
kicking his leg, like running, and then he just immediately falls in the water. So anyway, I would like to think that Obi-Wan does that, where he just jumps off this ship, is running in midair, and then you know, just <laughs> drops into the water. Yeah, we can go with that. We can go with that version. I like that one. Obi-Wan's hair looks incredible in the water. Uh, Ewan McGregor's hair, I should say. Um, he's he's swimming. They let him onto the, the ship. And uh, you, you know what is weird? There's a guard on the outside of the door of this little water entrance. Like, he's not in there. He's outside. He, he's like, that's kind of weird. It doesn't really make sense to me. Unless, like, sometimes little sea creatures pop up out there, and he's like, I ain't fucking with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do like there's one guard at this door. Like, they're just like, he's like bottom. He's the bottom of the uh, totem pole on this Inquisitor base. They're like, go guard the water hole. <laughs> like damn it. <laughs> so one part of this mission other than to get Leia was they had this idea that the inquisitors were hiding something on this base. Mhm. And Obi-Wan quickly find out that it found out rather that it was a tomb. Tomb of fallen Jedi. What did you think when you saw that young youngling? Um, I was like, all right, this, this didn't land like hard with me. I mean, I was trying to, yeah, me neither. I was just kind of like, all right, I I guess I don't really know what they're doing, but maybe this is explained in another series. This is another instance where my lack of knowledge to the extended Star Wars universe, like a lot of these things don't, don't land with me. Like they specifically showed one person. And I was like, I don't fucking know who that is. And then also in episode three, in the the path, they had some writing for uh, someone that was on the wall, and, and Obi Wan yeah. mentioned it. And I was like, I don't fucking know who that is. I'm pretty sure it's some character that's in a book, or it's something somewhere that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you uh, know, you know the thing we forgot in a uh, episode three. It actually comes up in four. Was when uh Reva is it Reva or Reva? Reva. So when Reva finds the path, there's a symbol on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then in episode four we see that she has like literally taken a chunk of that wall out and shows it to little Leia. I don't really know what that symbol or I can't remember off the top of my head what that symbol is. I'm assuming it has something to do with the Jedi Temple. I don't want to say wasn't it? Wasn't it the the Jedi uh symbol? Jedi symbol. I think it was the Jedi, Jedi symbol. S- Jedi symbol. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Jedi's tunnel is a crest to the Jedi Order. The symbol dates back to the High Republic when the Jedi were the most powerful or main part. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. What what symbol Reva sees and why it makes her so fucking angry? Um, because the Jedi let her down. They didn't save her. Um. Anyway, uh, 
So then we we get uh, Obi Wan and uh, Tala communicating on those little communicators. She's not very uh, she's not very secretive about <laughs> not at all. <laughs> He's talking to Obi Wan. She's just on the computer. <laughs> this is this part was so funny to me because it made me think of like. Tala goes to the public library to find out information about the Inquisitor base. <laughs> she's just sitting there. Like, there's other stormtroopers doing their homework. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah. So anyway, um, this is the weakness of this base, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And other people are like, uh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little weird. But, but then she gets found out. She's about to get taken to the office, the principal's office, and she just starts <laughs> blasting. The office is hilarious. What? <laughs> Her getting taken to the principal's office is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she just starts blasting. Yeah, she starts and, uh, starts popping caps and asses. <laughs> and then uh, we got Obi Wan hiding. Well, I I should say right before that. I mean. She, she has to distract Riva, because Riva is getting ready to uh, torture little Leia, because little Leia won't won't give up the goods. Oh man, it was so cool when uh, Leia Leia told Riva that she would uh, she would uh, you know, she would tell her what she knew, and then she's like, "But I gotta tell my dad." <laughs> <laughs> also that so that I want to tell my dad at the same time that scene when the lights go out in that room and you just see Obi-Wan's lightsaber ignite and take out the stormtroopers like seeing the glow of the lightsaber in that black room like that aesthetic was was really visually pleasing yeah I agree with that very very aesthetically pleasing um although the stormtroopers are dumb man they're just in this little tiny room they got a little. They got a little Leia. They're just blasting away. Which is funny because one thing I meant to bring up in part three is I love when they're on the back of Fret's um, transport. Frex. And the stormtrooper was like, "Oh, we'll find them. We always do." <laughs> it's like, no, you don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you've never found anyone. You never like shot at someone and hit them, right? You know, well, like a main character. Um, it's funny. Like Star Wars is great, but it's always funny when you see them in like gun battles yeah. or gunfights because like nobody ever hits each other. Really, it's just like no nobody. Everybody's got these blasters, but nobody took any training right. how to properly shoot. So they're just kind of like blast. I'm like, hope I hit him. I ain't gonna look. I got one eye, one eye open. <laughs> I got no eyes open. <laughs> yep. So we, uh, so we get Obi Wan rescuing Leia for the second time, and they meet. Oh up. man, her acting was real great in this. When uh, the uh, Reva's like, we're gonna, we're gonna torture you, and those little machines come out, and she starts like screaming about it. Mm-hmm. I felt felt real sad. I was like, no, don't hurt her. She's so adorable. How could you do this? Don't lay a, don't lay a hand on little Leia. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna jump through the screen. I have to smack somebody up. What are you doing? <laughs> She's just a kid. Oh, so was it before that when Obi Wan finally used his like Jedi mind tricks on the stormtroopers in that hallway? Oh yeah, because he moved something in the other room or something. Yeah, to to get their attention away from him because they heard um, he was hiding. Like, oh, they heard the communicator because yeah. Tala was being not not discreet at all. Yeah, and she's just like Obi Wan, are you there? <laughs> Obi Wan, <laughs> Obi Wan trying to hide, and this bitch over here next to chirping. <laughs> yeah, she fat joing him. Bloop bloop. Where you at? Yeah, so Obi Wan, where you at? That, um, that's one thing. Um. That that my favorite part of this episode is I think we see we see Ewan McGregor like basically shed Ben and become Obi Wan fully. Yeah, because he uh he does that, and I don't remember if it was this episode or the one before, but we get him. It was this episode. We get him when he's on the ship to the Inquisitor base. He's like trying to force move, uh, some little object. And he does a little bit, and then he causes the distraction, and then we get him. They made a crack in that window when they're on their escape, and he has to force hold it together, which is great. That was awesome. Yeah, and when you like when you think about like the amount of pressure <laughs> that like water is trying to get in <laughs> that crack, and him holding that back. It's almost like he he went from zero to a hundred <laughs> in terms of like his force uh, abilities, but I mean, I guess two parts of this is like um, they're in danger. Leia's in danger. Cares about Leia. Yeah, he's like I got to protect her, so it kind of you know. It's like the the mom lifting up the car to save the baby. Yeah, yeah, and then and then another thing is he got he just got his con he just got rocked by uh Darth Vader, so he probably has extra motivation to be like, dude, I gotta get my shit together. So yeah, we uh yeah we get that scene, and one thing I really loved and I legit marked out for in that scene was Obi Wan hit the little the little twirl with the lightsaber. In the middle of deflecting all those shots, <laughs> when he hit that little twirl, man, I jumped off. Well, I wasn't sitting at home, but like I was sitting at work, like jumped up. I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no one was around. <laughs> but yeah, that, that uh, I've I, been, I've been audibly laughing, like in the break room at. Uh, some some television show that I'm watching and uh I, I was like laughing really hard apparently. I had my headphones in. I was laughing really hard and somebody like peeked around the corner and was like trying to see who I was. They're like like get the fuck out of here. Distract. Mind your business, just mind your business. Um So that that's funny. That's funny that you uh you marked out so hard. You popped. Yeah, I I think it was also because I knew it was coming. I think I seen, I think 
somebody said something on Twitter about it. Somebody said something like, "Oh, Obi Wan hits that Jedi twirl, uh, that uh, lightsaber twirl, and everyone goes crazy." So I was kind of like waiting for it to happen, and then when he finally hit it, I was like, "Man, this is fucking awesome." <laughs> I just watched this interview with uh, Hayden Christensen where they were talking about his first day filming on Attack of the Clones. He had the lightsaber, and he. <laughs> He, like, was making, mouthing the lightsaber noises, and they had to, like, shoot again because he, he kept doing it. Like, just like, and they're like, all right, everything's good, Hayden, but you keep mouthing the lightsaber noises. And you're like, oh. He's like, that was the hardest part about uh, the lightsaber battles. Well, I'm sure it was, wasn't the hardest thing, but the hardest thing to shake. Um... Anyway, we get, uh, you know, Obi-Wan, he lets that crack go, that water swoops in, drowns all those stormtroopers. Yep, you see him just floating. And then, you know, they get away. Well, no, you know they, is, they almost get away. I'm sorry, they almost get away. You know what's weird about the stormtrooper outfit is they're on a, a base in the middle of the water, right? You think, like, those would be, those would also act as, like, scuba, scuba gear? I don't know. They just do not give a shit about these stormtroopers. No, I mean, they're expendable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they get, so oh, they, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so they get out of that hallway, and then they, they change, and... For some reason, Obi Wan thinks it's a good idea just to <laughs> to hide Leia underneath his his coat. <laughs> to be fair, like, I mean, where else is lot, he gonna hide her? But yeah, where else is he gonna hide her? And also, there's like chaos. You know, yeah, because chaos the, ensuing the the, yeah. uh, the the base. Everybody's kind of running around everywhere, not really paying attention. I guess. Yeah, but, like they just think there's a big old fat guy. <laughs> Yeah, because in that scene, Obi-Wan and Tyler and Leia are the only ones walking that direction. Everyone else is going the other way, which kind of makes it obvi- like easy for for them to be uh, found. Well, I think we've already established that the Stormtroopers are, they ain't shit. And also a lot of the, a lot of the Imperial Army is, ain't shit either, like generals and Security, security is a joke, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, anybody, everybody's just running around. Whatever. I do. Yeah. I wish I I should have said it earlier, but I do like the character of Tala. You know, where you get this person who enrolled in the Empire when they thought it stand stood for something good, and that yeah, and then she finds out the the true intentions yeah. of them. And, you know, That's always interesting. We get that with Finn in uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, on a, on a much mean, bigger scale. He wasn't like he didn't enlist in the Empire. I'm pretty sure he was kidnapped. Yeah, he but, was kidnapped as a child. Yep. But it still is weird. It still is cool to see like somebody like is like, dude, this is wrong. I got yeah. I got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we got Tala and uh, Chubby Obi Wan trying to escape. Walk into the 
to the end of the end of the ship, and Reva's like, "Hey, I see you for an old man <clears throat> and a little girl. You risked it all." <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they they go to escape in the ship that lands, and. You know, Rava's like, you ain't going nowhere. And then that other ship just comes fucking blasting at her. <laughs> yeah, that that was really that was really awesome. I thought it was I always think that's really funny though, like some guy in the ship is like, I'm about to just shoot up these uh some these people. But also like he pulled up right on her and then just stopped and started shooting at her. And in my head it's like you probably could have just ran her over. That would've worked just as well. Probably would have been a little bit quicker. No, she probably would have, like, jumped out of the way. Force jumped out of the way. I don't know. I thought she was taken by surprise when she was getting shot at. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, you have to... You have to suspend belief for a lot of things in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. But you know what? Whatever. I like it. Um, so, yeah, like then... It. I, I'll, I'll suspend belief... Whatever. Um, is it suspend belief or disbelief? Disbelief. Suspend. You can, yeah, because if you're suspending your belief, then you're actively trying to disbelieve something that you believe in. So you gotta. So yeah, I need to spend suspension of disbelief. Um, yeah. So Star Wars is all about the suspension of disbelief. Uh, stop taking it so seriously. Yeah. It's about people fighting with laser swords. In a galaxy a long time ago, far, far but away. Also, <laughs> but also futuristic. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Leia, Tala, and Obi-Wan get in one ship. They're flying away. The other ship stays behind a little bit so we can blast at uh, the Inquisitors and Stormtroopers. And Reva's like, Yo, I'm about to throw a bomb. And then, boom, his kappa is detated. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's a that's a little office reference for, for my fellow uh, office friend, uh, fans. <laughs> his kappa is detated. Good. Um, yeah, and then they get back to the base. Yeah, and, uh, but her, her uh, launching that bomb at the ship, that was awesome. That was sweet. I feel like I'm just saying a lot of things about this episode. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. That was really cool. Um, Yeah. It was, it was cool, though. And then, You're right. And then, you know, you get the second brother finally thinking, you know, she's going to get her comeuppance now. She's failed. They've got away. And again, you know, just... Vader doing something as simple as just storming in the room. Even before he starts choking her, him just storming in the room, I was like, oh shit, this is fucking scary. <laughs> and then he comes in and he chokes the hell out of her. But uh, he finds out that she she has a tracker on them. She put a tracking device on Lola. Yep. Poor Lola. The little droid. Yeah, Lola's getting real, getting abused yeah. in the series. Yeah. She got beat up by a flea of red hot chili peppers. <laughs> she got 
got beat up by uh she got beat up by uh by Riva. She got she got hacked. Poor little droid. Yep, and that's how we pretty much end the episode with uh with Obi Wan, Tala, and Leia thinking that they got away, but little do they know. Little do they know. They didn't. The Empire is on the heels. Also, we got a little Leia, real scared, holding Obi-Wan's hand. Her hand is so small. Dude, so so every, adorable. Everything she does in this <laughs> is just like... <laughs> How can you be so small and so cute? <laughs> your, your hand is so small. <laughs> small. It, it was like jar. It was, it was jarring how small her hand was when holding uh, when holding Ewan McGregor's hand. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think I think you brought it up to me. I think after we watched episode two, where this uh this relationship between Obi Wan and Leia makes. Make some things in a new hope seem a little a little off or weird. Like Yeah, I watched a video about it. I had kinda thought this a little bit, but I watched a video about uh some things and uh you know, it kinda it's kinda weird that in a new hope she's so Leia is so formal in her address to Obi Wan. Um and then also in Obi-Wan straight up gets chopped in half by Vader. Luke is like, oh my god, this guy I just met 30 minutes ago died. And then uh, <laughs> and then Leia's just like, we gotta go, dude. Come on. Who gives a fuck about that old man? Come on. Right. And then also, like, in the transmission that she put inside of um, R2-D2, you know, she says, you know, years ago you served my father in the Clone, yeah, Wars. The Clone Wars. Instead of saying, years ago, you literally saved my life and rescued me Multiple a bunch times. of times. <laughs> and we went on this amazing journey. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's, it's, like, it's like I told you. I just kind of, I chalk it up to like, she's a 10 year old kid. Maybe... Like, all of this is probably traumatizing to a 10-year-old kid, so as she grows older, <laughs> she probably suppresses those memories. Who knows? You know, hopefully we get a, an explanation of some sort. Yeah, the only explanation I can even remotely see happening is, like, she gets brainwashed or something. She gets her memory wiped. You, you know what, uh... <laughs> so we're gonna get the explanation, right? But it's gonna be, uh... It's gonna be in a novel somewhere hidden <sighs> hidden inside of a chapter that's like it's, it's not even about Leia or Obi-Wan it's like some side character and they, they mention something about Leia and that's gonna be how they tie it together and I, me, need, and me I need I need a pop up know. I need a pop up video version of Star Wars where whenever somebody makes a reference to something <laughs> a little thing a little text box pops up and like, it's like a little did you know box <laughs> yeah and it's like Hey, this person was from Rebels. I'm, I'm like, all right, that you know, makes more sense. You know, there was a point in my life where I felt like I could go to a Star Wars trivia like contest and do pretty well. 
<laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I would not. I mean, I I loved the original trilogy, but I couldn't even remember the fucking names of characters. Like, uh, they'd be like, <laughs> be like, uh, Tala rescued Obi Wan. I'm like, who the fuck is Tala? <laughs> Yeah. And then some nerds like, oh, Tala was the general. Uh, I'm like, get, get out of here, nerd. Geek. Fucking dweeb. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have for part four. Do you have anything else to add? Do I? I'm ready, um, to, I'm ready to go watch part five. Damn. I liked, uh,. I like this episode. I like three and four, like one and two. There's some. There's obviously some critiques, as with anything. But overall, if you can suspend disbelief that in a galaxy far, far away, there's people who can. Uh, there's people that can use some some mysterious force to control other people's bodies and. There's all sorts of crazy space pirating and uh, all that junk. And, you know, I can suspend disbelief about some minor things like uh, three grown men not being able to chase a 10-year-old girl who runs really slow and all sorts of other stuff. So I liked it. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that we missed. This episode. Um, I don't think so. I think we, I think we covered it. Yeah. So. All right. So. Uh, That's it. We'll take a, take a little quick break and then come back with some recommendations. All right. Let's do it. All right. All right, we're back. We're back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back. Back, <laughs> back again. The nerds are back. <laughs> there you go. Tell a, tell a friend about our podcast and listen to it and rate it five stars. Unless you're a racist, rate us one star. Fuck off. <laughs> the funny Fuck part off, of that is somebody, somebody might listen to this and... You know, maybe it's not their cup of tea, so they rate it one star. And I'm just going to be like, oh, that was a fucking racist right there. <laughs> the racists are out and about. <laughs> the racists and the people who say robot. <laughs> Those robot racists. <laughs> racist robot. Um. All right, we got some recommendations for you guys. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? I feel like I I'll go first since... I literally just came up with mine. This is an ongoing theme with this podcast where I don't have recommendations and I'm like, um, 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 Super Mario World. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll go first since I just came up with it. I've been watching a lot of the series New Girl. I literally watched two seasons worth in a matter of a week. And I think it's pretty funny. It's really absurd. Uh, they get themselves into a lot of 
A lot of kooky situations that I find amusing. I'm, there's an episode in season two called The Menzies. And I don't even think you need any of the character subtext or, or sorry, the character context and previous history to enjoy this episode. It's just, it's just really funny. So I guess I'm going to recommend that you watch the season two episode, The Menzies of New Girl. Uh, there's a part where one of the characters living in their loft, Nick, he typically has a lot of, uh, he's very irritable and angry a lot. And he meets a wise Asian man named Tran, who we never know if that's actually his name, because he he only says one thing, apparently, in the entire series, and that's, you are a huge baby. (laughs) But uh, the scene where they meet, they're in a a park, and Nix is... (laughs) The funniest part about that is Nick is sprawled out on this bench like he doesn't want anyone to sit next to him. And then Tran, this really old Asian man, just (laughs) walks over and sits right next to him. (laughs) And then Nick is like, oh, man, can you not do that? And then Tran gives him this really, like, weird but also, like, friendly, smiley look. (laughs) It's just like, you're real creeping right now, you know that? (laughs) (laughs) also there was an episode like it was like one or two episodes previous to the menzies where schmidt got nick a cookie because he was thinking about him and then uh, nick is all weird about it and then at the end of the episode (laughs) nick gets him a cookie and like cuts it into a jewish star and nick (laughs) schmidt's like this is horrible and (laughs) nick says you gave me cookie, I give you cookie. <laughs> you gave me cookie, I give you cookie. You gave me cookie, I got you cookie. <laughs> and I've thought about that way too much in the past few days where I just keep going back and watching specifically that scene. And I just am waiting for a moment in my life where I can say, you give me cookie, I got you cookie. I'm like, I just want to say that out loud so much. <laughs> I hope there they comes a time. You can't see it, but I'm over here cracking the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there comes a time in my life where I can say that in real life. And well, uh, my new mission in life is to to make that happen for you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get you a cookie, man. <laughs> you give me cookie? How you cook? Oh man. But yeah, it's a it's a funny series. Sometimes uh it's like there's a there's a line of quirkiness where yeah. you can you can overstep it and it becomes more annoying than it does like endearing. But I think most of the time they do a good job of uh kinda staying on the path. Jess is you know, is kind of the main uh uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, what am I trying to say? That word just slipped from my head. Um, she's the, uh, she's the one that kind of crosses that line more so than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, cause her whole personality is just like, I'm quirky and weird. 
And look at my eyes. They're so big. And uh, I sing a lot, which is funny because I actually do sing a lot when I'm just like doing stuff. I'm just kind of like, driving to work. (laughs) There was like a, a moment like last year where I was driving and I was like horribly freestyle rapping to myself while I was driving somewhere without like unconsciously doing this and then was like oh shit I'm like freestyle rapping to myself so you know I relate to the character in that aspect but you know it's just kind of a goofy uh, show about a bunch of people who are kind of neurotic and not neurotic in a way that's like detrimental to society (laughs) or like other the other characters like it's always sunny uh it's always sunny is good but a lot of the times i'm just like these people are actually deplorable like (laughs) which i mean is the point of the series but these these characters are neurotic in a way that's like they're weird they're harmless yeah they're harmless neurotic as opposed to like sociopath (laughs) um but yeah it's on netflix new girl quick side note have you ever have you ever seen brooklyn 99 i have i used to watch that uh every week when i watched it for like three seasons worth my problem with shows is i'll watch like three seasons worth and i'll be like that's enough of that and then i'll like go away and then like a, a long time later i'm like Oh, I want to pick up on that show, and I forget everything that happened, and I have to start all over. And then I get three seasons in, and I'm like, all right, that's enough of that. And that's basically my whole life, is I watch three seasons of television shows, and then I drop off. I just did that recently with Schitt's Creek, and uh, I'm really fighting the urge not to not to do it anymore. Well, uh, like, get, your, get your shit together, Justin. <laughs> People have been telling me that my whole life. <laughs> but New Girl, it's on Netflix. Check it out. All right, I'll uh, I'll be like, pretty pretty quick like, with my recommendation. Oh, go, no, go ahead. Like Fergie said, check it out. All right, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, but um, all right. So I'll uh, I'll be pretty quick with my recommendation. Um, so my recommendation is also on Netflix. And it's Cat Williams' new stand-up titled War War Three. Um, I haven't really been following Cat Williams' stand-ups over the years. I I seen one, you know, his most popular one, Pimp Chronicles. I, I remember I watched that a bunch when I was younger. But yeah, um, I heard that this one was was pretty good, so I turned it on, and, and it was it was kind of like classic cat williams i found it really funny it was more funny in the beginning than the end but um without uh without spoiling too much um you know he basically riffs on on chicken wings politics the war on drugs and you know his uh i was looking at my notes because it was spelled <laughs> it was a spelling error so i was like what the fuck did i write <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck wrote this <laughs> what kind of fucking idiot wrote this Oh, it was me. And uh, his taste in women. So. Cat Williams is someone who perpetually looks 90 years old to me. Yeah. 
and I think that kind of actually aids in his uh, comedy because I'm just like, look at this old, look at this old black woman. <laughs> She's funny. He does have like such a distinct voice. Like if you were out and about and you heard him talk, I'm sure he doesn't talk. Obviously, talk like he doesn't when he's doing stand up. But I think if you heard him, you'd probably whip around and be like, "I know that voice. That's Cat Williams." Yeah. But yeah, I I I thought it was really good. There's some you know there's some insightful stuff in there too. So, um, but yeah, definitely you know check it out. Check it out. So you know, get that uh, get a free trial of uh, Netflix if you don't have an account, and check out Cat Williams and the New Girl. I'll be uh, I'll be on Disney Plus watching Kenobi. I'll be on uh, I'll be on some bullshit like I. <laughs> I'm going to stop watching New Girl at season three. And ten years later, I'll be like, let me start at the beginning again. <laughs> and, uh, well, at least I'll get to watch that Menzies episode. So, um, yeah, check out Cat Williams Stand Up. It's on Netflix. Is that a Netflix, like, exclusive? Yeah. Stand Up special? Yep. Oh, nice. Um, it's only on Netflix, bro. So, if you got a Netflix account, I recently re-signed up for Netflix because I I, uh, I I canceled my subscription and then I resubscribed because Stranger Things uh, season four came out and uh, I wanted to I wanted, I wanted to support the uh, creators and the actors and stuff like that and uh, same Z's bro, I mean not for Stranger Things but I did you know recently reactivate my Netflix subscription. You know, streaming on your phone is like a revelation. Like I can't, I can't believe we live in a world where I can watch television on my phone anywhere, as long as you know I have good signal. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna, a, what a, what a world we live in. I'm gonna ask you this question, and I don't want you to answer it now. I want you, to, I want you to let it. Let it simmer until our next uh, our next recording, and I'll probably let forget I asked you about it. Yeah, let us stew. And I'll probably forget I asked you, and we'll never bring it up again. <laughs> what? All right. So like I said, don't answer it now because I know you got to start getting ready for work. So we got to get out of here. So you're pretty you're pretty nostalgic for the you know blockbuster Hollywood video days, right? Yeah. Would you trade streaming, being able to watch anything anywhere to get video stores back? All right. I'll, uh, I'll sit on it. All right. That's a little... Put it in uh, my pocket. Put me in a pocket. <laughs> Put it in a pocket. Um, We'll come back to that maybe next week. Yeah, we'll probably uh turn that into an entire topic. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows with us? Yeah. I mean, even I'm, we don't know. No. <laughs> but all right. That's a wrap. We're getting out of here. We're out of here. Justin's um, got to go to work and I got to go to sleep. I got to sleep. 
I need 12 bag of dirt. <laughs> I was waiting for that reference to pop up. It only took six episodes. You know what? We'll never explain it. We'll never explain the meaning of it. Nope. I, I won't do it. So yeah, thanks for making it to the end of the episode. We really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it too. If you did, feel free to share our podcast with your friends and also rate us five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us on. Just remember, the term nerd is rated E for everyone. Find your passion, embrace it, be the nerd that you are. But don't listen to us if you're a racist. And again, I emphasize, fuck off. (laughs) Freak off, you frickers. 